0: This is our devotional commentary for 1 Samuel chapter 11. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Then Nahash the Ammonite went up and besieged Jabesh-Gilead, and all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a treaty with us, and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite said to them, On this condition I will make a treaty with you that I gouge out all your right eyes, and thus bring disgrace on all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to him, Give us seven days' respite, that we may send messengers through all the territory of Israel. Then if there is no one to save us, we will give ourselves up to you. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul, they reported the matter in the ears of the people, and all the people wept aloud. Now behold, Saul was coming from the field behind the oxen, and Saul said, What is wrong with the people that they are weeping? So they told him the news of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words, and his anger was greatly kindled. He took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and sent them throughout all the territory of Israel by the hand of the messengers, saying, Whoever does not come out after Saul and Samuel, so shall it be done to his oxen. Then the dread of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out as one man. When he mustered them at Bezek, the people of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. And they said to the messengers who had come, Thus shall you say to the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, you shall have salvation. When the messengers came and told the men of Jabesh, they were glad. Therefore, the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will give ourselves up to you, and you may do to us whatever seems good to you. And the next day Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the midst of the camp in the morning watch, and struck down the Ammonites until the heat of the day. And those who survived were scattered, so that no two of them were left together. Then the people said to Samuel, Who is it that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. But Saul said, Not a man shall be put to death this day, for today the Lord has worked salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal, and there renew the kingdom. So all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they sacrificed peace offerings before the Lord, and there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Fans of Major League Baseball are generally optimistic at the beginning of a new season. For opening day, your team is actually undefeated. And while you suspect they won't prevail long term, if they win their first game or have a winning record after a few weeks, who knows, this could be their year. Well, First Samuel 11 describes a similarly hopeful time for Israel. In the military debut of King Saul, He leads the nation to a rousing victory, then humbly declares, The Lord has worked salvation in Israel. It was a new beginning, a breath of fresh air. Doubters had said, How can this man save us? And now we know, by the Spirit of God, who rushed upon him. Nahas, the king of Ammon, was stirring up trouble east of the Jordan when he besieged the Israelite town of Jabesh-Gilead, they requested treaty terms, hoping their lives would be spared if they became his servants. Nahash's terms were severe. He would allow them to live only after gouging out their right eyes. The left eye was normally covered by the shield in battle, so loss of the right eye would render a man unfit for military service. But Nahash's main goal was to heap disgrace upon Israel. He was so sure of himself that he even agreed to their frantic request of more time to send for help. The pagan king was toying with God's people, enjoying their panic-filled reaction. Messengers from Jabesh-Gilead came to Saul's hometown of Gibeah. In neglect of his calling to lead Israel, Saul had returned to farming, but when he hears of the dire emergency, God's Spirit comes upon him. He summons the militia, threatening any who refuse to participate, divides his troops, and launches an early morning surprise attack against the Ammonites. The enemy is routed, and those who survive are scattered. After the victories, Samuel calls Israel to assemble at Gilgal to renew the kingdom. This was the place where the nation camped at the start of the conquest under Joshua. Back then, a new people of God had come into being after the rebellion of the wilderness years. Now, in the same place, Samuel is leading them to once again renew their allegiance to the rule of Yahweh to recommit themselves to the divine plan for kingship in Israel. Salvation had come to God's people, not because Israel had a king, but because the king had God's spirit. Likewise, it is the Spirit of God who brings deliverance in the Christian life, which is to be lived day by day in continual repentance and humble dependence on him. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.